Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. I'm Letitia Ringe, your coach, and today we are celebrating episode 200 in the podcast, and we are talking about conscious communication for couples. I am super excited to dive into this topic with you all because conscious communication is one of the primary skills couples need to learn in order to create the thriving, long-term, conscious, romantic relationship you desire. It is key to your growth and evolution as a couple. It's key to understanding each other as a couple. It's key to intimacy and meaningful connection. It's the number one thing that will resolve all conflict and disputes between you. And not only that, you can apply this skill to every other relationship in your life. And by learning this skill and highlighting where you need to work on, you will also be able to apply that to all other areas of your life. So it's a really, really important skill to learn. It's one that we don't learn in our education system, which is kind of wild when you think about it, because we can use conscious communication in so many areas of life, including in work and business. So the more that we learn how to practice this skill, the better our relationship relationships will become and you will get more of what you want in life and experience more meaningful connection across the board. Conscious communication allows both of the people in the communication to be individuals with their own truths. It's not about trying to convince someone that you are right and they are wrong or you should come over here and do it my way. It is truly about seeking to understand each other and coming from a lens of love and abundance rather than fear. So please forgive yourself for not knowing the skill of conscious communication because it's one that requires practice. We need to also be educated on how to use it. And we don't get that in our schooling system in most places. And most people in the world, including most couples in the world, are not practicing conscious communication. And that is why there are so many unfulfilling relationships. It really breaks my heart because so many relationships could be improved improved and go from unsatisfying and unfulfilling to satisfied and fulfilled if you applied the principles of conscious communication. Before we dive further into this subject, I also want to take a moment just to say a huge thank you for all of you for being part of this podcast community, supporting it, taking the time to listen in and to learn and better your lives. I started the podcast back in 2018. It was in my second year of business at the very start of that second year. And it was a really special moment because I myself had learned so much through the form of podcasts and I felt so connected to people that were complete strangers to me. It really helped me to change my life, to move from being a lawyer and feeling burned out and definitely in a toxic expression of my masculine energy into building a business and a life that allowed me to live my values and know what they are, build an amazing business that allowed me to work with my menstrual cycle as a woman, that allowed me to approach life and business more from my feminine energy and 
And this podcast that I created as a result of being so supported by other people's podcasts has just gone on to do the same thing for so many of you. And it's been something I've committed to since 2018. And so I want to take a moment to really celebrate the birth of the podcast and for following a courageous idea. I want to take a moment to also celebrate all of the teachers that I personally had in the form of podcasts who inspired me to hold this space for all of you as well. And I want to celebrate all of us for continuing to learn how to approach our lives more consciously in all of the different areas we've discussed over the years on this podcast. And I really thank you for being here and sharing it with your community. If you haven't yet left a review, that that really helps other people to find the podcast. I don't often mention the reviews, but it's very helpful if you Uh, leave a five-star review. And if you say in your review why it really helps you, how it really helps you so that when other people are looking for podcasts to support them with their own personal development, they'll be able to see those reviews and then be able to decide whether it's something to tune into. You all know the impact a podcast can have on your life, the inspiration it can give you and how it can lead to significant changes in your life. So don't take that lightly and definitely go out there and share that value with other people because there are so many people in the world who don't know all of the things that we know here with what we've been discussing over the years in terms of personal development and raising your consciousness. Okay, with that said, let's now go into conscious communication for couples. So I'm going to just share a little bit more about why conscious communication matters. And then I'm going to share with you what unconscious communication looks like. This is really important because the way that we are all communicating with each other, having conversations with each other primarily is through an unconscious lens. So it's really helpful to look at what makes that communication unconscious so that you can then have a point of reference before we talk about the new skill, which is conscious communication. So why does conscious communication actually matter? As I mentioned before, it enhances your ability to be seen and understood within a relationship. So the way that we usually approach conversations in relationships is we assume that the other person, in this case, our partner, thinks in a different way or has a different truth. And so we come at the conversation all right from the very beginning from a place of conflict. It's about us being against each other rather than us against the issue that we're talking about. And we also come from a lens of trying to convince our partner that we're right and they're wrong. So there is this conflict and divide between us rather than approaching the conversation through the lens of, oh, I just want to share my truth and I want my partner to see and hear my truth and understand my truth so that not only my partner knows it, but also so that I'm more aware of it because we all know how helpful it is when we discuss something and then the other person asks us questions about it and then we access an even deeper truth than the surface level one we began with. So often people just need to express the truth that they think they are living within so that they can access a deeper truth that is really at their core, that is the true thing that they actually desire and want. And so we need to all that little stuff that's on the surface, we just need to get it out of the way. And that happens through expressing it. 
Your ability to lead well in the relationship also depends on conscious communication. So when we talk about polarity, if you are approaching the relationship primarily from the masculine energy pole, you must learn how to consciously communicate because your leadership depends on it. You cannot lead the relationship well in a way that will actually allow both of you to grow and evolve and come closer together unless you understand what your partner's truth is. It's part of masculine energy as well. And of course, it's a two-way street because the person who is communicating needs to also be honest and let you in to their inner world, which they might feel very vulnerable to share. So it's a two-way street. It is so essential to great leadership and to holding containers. And it also supports your partner in the feminine energy pole to feel safe to express. And of course, it's vital for you as well as the person who's in the masculine energy pole to also be able to express your truth in a way where you feel held and where you feel that it's being received well and that you're able to be honest. This is what allows closer connection between you and your partner. And when you need to implement boundaries or um, compromises, it allows your partner to understand where you're coming from and then for you to understand where they're coming from so that you can then have a new compromise that works for both of you presented. If you don't have that conversation, you'll never become aware of what that compromise is. And the way I love to look at any form of resistance or compromise or limitation AKA I want A and you want B. The way I look at that is rather than, well, that just means we're not compatible or we want different things. It presents a new opportunity, an innovative opportunity that you would not have thought of before. Now we want to look at how we can get A and B together. What is it from A that you really, really desire? Like what makes you really want A and what makes the other person really want B? And then how can we bring both of those desires into a new C that we have now co-created together? It is exceptional. And if you live your life in this way, where you're co-creating with every circumstance, every situation, you're not seeing it as against you, but for you, you will create an exceptional life. Another reason why conscious communication matters is because your ability to grow and evolve as a couple depends on it. Conscious communication is about being conscious of your own truth, your own needs, your own desires. And without that, you're not going to be able to grow and evolve because you'll be denying the truth, right? So you'll be fighting against your own reality, which means as you're trying to grow and evolve into a different reality, your energy is actually being spent fighting and not accepting your current reality. If you want to look at what you're committed to in your life, have a look at your life exactly as it is right now. Have a look at your relationship as it is right now. All of the frustrations you have, all of the issues and challenges you have everywhere where you feel limited, you are committed to all of those things right now, either consciously or unconsciously. And most of it is unconscious, particularly when it works against something you actually want to step into. So the sooner you're able to actually accept where you are and be 
able to communicate with your partner about that and about what you truly want and need and desire, the sooner you'll be able to grow and move forward. And even though you might get some momentum, there is a lot of energy that's sucking you back and holding you back. So when you free that up, your ability to grow and evolve becomes so much more rapid. Another reason why conscious communication matters is your ability to resolve conflict with positive outcomes for both of you depends on it. Throughout a a relationship and especially the longer it is, there will inevitably be conflict. There will be times where you disagree. There will be times where you have different truths. This is normal. It's not a problem for there to be differences in opinions, differences in desires. Conflict isn't a problem. What is a problem is when you use the conflict as a rift between you rather than simply appreciating, okay, well, I want this thing and they want this thing, and then getting to the bottom of what you really want within that. And then, as I mentioned before, creating new positive outcomes as a result of that new possibilities. So conflict can actually be an opportunity for greater connection and greater creativity and innovation between you. So if you can look at at conflict in that way, it means that when you see a conflict, you lean into it together as a team rather than simply putting the conflict in between you and then creating more disconnection. Conscious communication also matters for your relationship with yourself. When you learn to consciously communicate with another, it requires you to consciously communicate with yourself, which requires you to connect with yourself. The better we can all connect and tune in to reveal our deepest yearnings, our deepest desires, our deepest needs without judgment, the better we're able to do that with our partner and then the better opportunities and outcomes we're able to create as a team. I also want you to think of conscious communication as a means for tra- for transmutation. So if there is something that is lurking within you, that's maybe in the shadow of you, that maybe is holding you back or you feel ashamed of, conscious communication allows that to be brought to the surface, it to be witnessed by your partner so that then both of you come to a place of love and acceptance with that particular thing. Again, the things that we are fighting suck our energy away. And that is particularly the case when it comes to those that we are ashamed of, embarrassed about, guilty. Any of these emotions create a lot of energy in trying to hide them. They don't allow you to show up in the world in a way where you feel free. And so you might feel trapped in your life or you can't, you just keep coming up against the same wall and it's most likely because there are aspects of yourself that you're not accepting as well as your current circumstances and your and the the way that you're creating them and then you're not able to allow yourself to truly be seen in the world and so you never feel that sense of true belonging so a relationship provides this very special opportunity and especially if you come into the relationship with this intention and commitment to give you both sacred space to be fully seen and heard in all of your limitations in all of your weaknesses as well as all of your gifts and strengths so transmutation is what will happen as a result of that 
Now, the way that conscious or rather unconscious communication looks for couples is generally nagging, whinging, blaming, complaining, fighting, disconnection, withdrawal, conflict. What we really want is connection, understanding, love, acceptance, witnessing, support, peace. All conversations, including disagreements and conflict, can be an opportunity for greater connection and deeper love. It's all about the way you approach it. Now, in a relationship, you will be speaking and communicating about deeply personal things. The more that you allow yourself to be vulnerable honest and speak to those personal matters, the more opportunity you have for a thriving conscious relationship. So let's now learn how to implement this skill so that you can start having better conversations, better communication that will give you what you're truly desiring in your romantic relationships. Okay. Unconscious communication. Here are 10 aspects of conscious communication. Number one, defensiveness. So both parties go into the conversation and communication feeling defensive, uh, assuming that the partner won't agree, assuming that there will be conflict, assuming that you're not on the same page and already feeling resistant and defensive. When you approach anything in that way, guess what you usually create? More defensiveness, more resistance. And this is what leads to fighting and conflict. Number two, you approach the conversation seeking to convince. In fact, that might even be your intention for the conversation. Let me just make them understand why we should do this rather than simply sharing so that they can understand you and what you desire. Seeking to convince your partner that they should want the same as you is, again, approaching the conversation from a place of defensiveness, right? And also from a place of disrespect because you're not respecting what your partner's truth is, what their needs and desires are, and you're not seeking to understand them, which is what will reveal the better outcome for both of you. Number three, you are assuming bad intentions. You're assuming that your partner isn't going to support you. You're coming from a lens of mistrust. You're assuming that they want conflict, that they want to fight, that they don't love you. And we forget all of the reasons why we're there in the first place having the conversation. Any person who's having a conversation or a communication with you is there because in some way they share an intention with you. So if you remember what that shared intention is, the fact that you've both committed to each other and and are in a relationship, for instance, then you can start the conversation from a place of connection rather than from a place of disconnection. Number four, in unconscious communication, you project your stories and you project your feelings onto your partner. So what this looks like is uh, I feel this way, and I'm and I think this way and I blame you for the way that I'm feeling. I blame you for the stories I'm telling myself. So you don't take ownership for the truth that you're telling yourself. Instead, you project that and blame that on your partner. So you're not taking responsibility for the way that you're perceiving the world and perceiving the issue. This gives all of your power to your partner to impact the way you feel and the story you tell yourself, which is not the truth of how things work. You have all the power 
power to perceive your life in a way that serves you and you are responsible for creating your feelings. For instance, if my partner does something and I'm upset by it, I can make myself more upset. I can fuel that feeling of upset through the stories I tell myself rather than maybe minimizing that upset by saying like they made a mistake and that's okay. We'll talk about it, right? That's going to give me a totally different emotional experience and it will stop the momentum of the upset that perhaps I initially felt. Number five, we give too much meaning to words and believe whatever is said is our partner's truth. So a lot of us won't truly open our ears to receive and hear what our partner is saying because we give so much meaning to words. We think that they won't change their mind. We think that what they're saying is their ultimate truth. And so we'll only listen if it's something that we want to hear. You have to learn how to actively listen and listen in a way that allows you to have a conversation and access a deeper truth. I cannot tell you how much this has supported me in my own romantic relationships. And if I didn't approach my romantic relationships in this way, then I would not have achieved the amazing relationships I've had to date. And that's because I would have shut off my partner because they told me something I didn't want to hear rather than once I heard that, then being curious curious and asking more questions about that and then ultimately coming to a conclusion that what they actually believe is something totally different that is aligned with both of our deeper truth. Number six is not letting your partner in. So this looks like assuming, for instance, that they know all of your expectations. They know exactly how to make you happy. They know exactly what you want, that they value all the same things, but then you haven't actually communicated those to them. And you're also not allowing yourself to be honest and vulnerable so that they have the ability to understand what you actually desire. Now, this isn't to say that your partner should fulfill your every desire or be exactly on the same page with you for everything that you want in life, that it will never happen. (laughs) And it's likely that if you were in a relationship like that, that you probably don't experience a lot of attraction together because you're basically just becoming one person rather than creating that polarity through wanting different things. And so you don't give your partner the opportunity to actually be themselves and to understand you with your difference. Number seven is communicating your truth either to no one, so only sharing it with yourself or not even sharing it with yourself, or you tell other people, but you don't tell your partner. So a lot of women tend to do this. We talk to our girlfriends, we talk to our family members, but we don't communicate that same thing to our partner. And it might even be about your partner, but you're telling everybody else except your partner. This is something that I highly recommend you stop doing. Number eight is approaching the conversation from a place of disrespect. So you respect yourself and you think that however you perceive the issue is the right way and however your partner perceives the issue is the wrong way. So you show up with an energy of disrespect of your partner. Number nine is you approach the conversation from fear. This is where different attachment styles can come into play. And whether you're anxious or avoidant or anxious avoidant, a way that you can 
come into a conversation with a totally different perspective is to ask yourself, if I was coming from a place of security within myself and the relationship, how would I be approaching this conversation rather than assuming that whatever you say is going to lead to you and your partner breaking up or there being disconnection or there being a fight or there being an argument uh, rather than choosing to approach the relationship from love and knowing that this is an opportunity for both of you to love each other more deeply and yourselves more deeply. Number 10 is a lack of empathy. When your partner shares their truth, do you try to empathize with them? Try to understand them. I understand why you would be feeling this way. Do you take responsibility for the parts that maybe you've contributed to? Having a lack of empathy is what will create more disconnection between you. Alrighty, now let's talk about what it looks like to be in conscious communication. Here are the 10 principles. Number one, you remember what your shared intention is. What connects both of you, i.e., I'm here having this conversation with you because I love you and I want to understand you more or I want you to understand me more. And so I'm here simply to understand each other better, to create a deeper love, a deeper connection. Number two, seek to understand rather than seeking to convince your partner that you're right. Seek to understand them instead and seek to have them understand you. This allows you both to be your own person. Number three is to assume good intentions. If you've chosen to be in a relationship with someone, I hope that you assume that they have good intentions. You That is a choice that you get to make, right? And if you're choosing to be with someone, you want to assume good intentions because otherwise you'll be approaching the relationship through a lens of mistrust, which will only create separation and more mistrust. We have to give trust. We have to assume good intentions. And when you do that, it is so interesting to see how the conversation between you changes. Number four is about self-responsibility. It's about taking full responsibility for your thoughts and your feelings and not projecting them onto your partner. So when you communicate with your partner, you will share, this is what I'm thinking right now. I understand that that's not the truth. I just want you to know that this is what I'm thinking. And I'm also feeling this way. See, when you come from this lens, it allows your partner to understand more of what is happening within you rather than saying, and it's your fault. (laughs) So the way we communicate can subtly suggest that you're blaming your partner or it can be not so subtly where you say it's your fault. You did this. You made me feel this way. We want to take full responsibility always in our conversations and especially in our romantic conversations. Number five, you need to distinguish truth from expression. Words only have the meaning that you give them and your ability to hold words will directly uh, impact your capacity to be in a relationship. So what I mean by this is if you're willing to hear words that you don't necessarily want to hear in an effort to understand your partner more deeply, you will be able to hold the, the space so that 
that they can access a deeper truth and you'll also be able to hold the relationship because over the years, you and your partner will grow and evolve. There'll be things that you once believed that you no longer do. And then when you talk about that, you won't be on the same page anymore. That might make you feel a little hurt. But if you understand that you can hold a space where your partner gets to grow and evolve, as do you, then your capacity to be in that relationship for long term only continues to grow and grow. Number six, you let your partner in by being vulnerable, by practicing radical honesty, which we'll talk about in another episode. This is where you let them know what the truth is that you're aware of. And while I mentioned before that that might not be your deepest truth, again, you need to express the truth you know in order to access the deeper truth. Number seven is to always practice confidentiality and respect privacy between you. I was once in a car going to the airport and my driver said to me he'd been in a relationship for like 30 years and he said it's a very happy relationship and the secret that he learned is that all matters between him and his partner, they talk about and resolve between themselves. As soon as his partner feels that she needs to go and talk to her friends about it, he knows that he's like lost the container of the relationship and uh, and that there's, you know, a reason for disconnection there that he should be aware of. And so, he sees it as a vital for all matters between them to be discussed between them and to be able to hold space for those so that we don't need to bring in other people. And I love, 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 love that perspective because the reason that we go to other people, sometimes it can be just to process and understand what your truth is before talking to your partner, but often it's because you assume that your partner won't understand and often you're just having unconscious communication with another person. And I think it's it really doesn't serve trust when you know that you're talking with all these other people about really personal matters between you and your partner. I like to know that my personal matters between my partner and I are between us and no one else. So confidentiality and respect of privacy is really important to create a container for conscious communication. The more that you are trusting that your partner is doing that, then the more honest you'll be right? Because you'll be willing to share your deepest vulnerabilities and insecurities. Number eight, respect for your partner. So as you communicate your truth, communicating that in a way where you also respect your partner as you do it. And when you're listening to what your partner has to share, where you respect what they say, you see that they are sovereign, they're powerful, they're amazing, they're beautiful, no matter what they're expressing to you. Number nine is you approach the conversation from love and connection rather than fear and disconnection. And you can simply ask yourself, Am I coming from a place of love right now? That will give you a different uh, perspective to approach the next thing you say in the conversation or even the conversation itself. And number 10 is to approach the conversation from empathy. So always empathize with your partner, show them that you truly understand what they're saying. And us as coaches, this empathy is something that we learn in coaching and active listening. So for all of you who are coaches, I know many of you are, you can be really great at conscious communication and it can still feel incredibly hard when it comes to the very personal container of a romantic relationship. So know that empathy is something that we want to show our partner as we have these conversations. 
All right, my beautiful friends. So there you have it. This is the, these are the 10 different principles of conscious communication. As you go into your next conversation with your partner, whether it's on something that feels like a small deal or a big deal, you can choose one of these principles to embody and see how your conversation transforms. Even just implementing one of these principles or being aware when you approach the relationship unconsciously from one of the unconscious principles will support you to have a totally different experience. I want to hear all of your uh, experiences after practicing these conscious relationship skills. So please come and share with me over on Instagram at Letitia Ringe. Just send me a private message. I'd love to hear from you. And if you want to get really, really good at practicing conscious relationship skills, this is something that I'm doing with my clients in my conscious relationship coaching program. You can work with me in this program either as an individual or as a couple. And it also doesn't matter whether you're in a relationship or not in a relationship right now. The Conscious Relationship Coaching Program will meet you wherever you're at in the relationship cycle and support you to move towards where you want to go and to create the thriving conscious romantic relationship that allows both you and your partner to grow and evolve and reach your fullest potential while also creating deep love meaningful connection and intimacy that you crave. Head to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash coaching, follow the prompts to submit your application. And if you seem like you're a good fit, I'll then invite you first to a free one hour coaching call with me so that I can support you to move towards where you want to go. And then you've got that experience of working with me before we decide whether it's appropriate to continue working together. Again, go to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash coaching. All right, my beautiful friends, thanks for being here. I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and I appreciate you so much. If you would like support one-to-one as you up-level your life, business, or relationships in a conscious, intentional, and love-focused way, then head to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash coaching. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye. <laughs>